1: Keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get
2: your podcast.
0: I'm Leo Phillips, host of This Must Be the Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. As always, want to thank you for checking out this episode, Uh, especially to those of you who listen multiple times, whether you subscribe or just pop in. Always appreciate you listening. In fact, though, if you're not a subscriber, you can do so at all the major hotspots, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like to get your podcast from. Just type in Kyle Meredith with. Hit subscribe. We'll send you a new interview. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday So you can keep up with your favorite artists And discover some new ones Know what's happening in the music world Where you get podcasts from Kyle Meredith with and subscribe I'm Kyle Meredith and today I'm going to be talking with David Coverdale White Whitesnake has a lot going on right now In fact, the 35th anniversary of Slide It In We're going to be talking about that just a little bit But more so about a new trilogy of record Called Red, White, and Blues The first one called the rock album uh, Just arrived we're going to hear about how the entire trilogy was inspired by uh, restoring art, as Coverdale will tell you. And then, of course, we'll get into some of the tracks uh, like She Give Me, uh, not one of the more celebrated. This actually comes from a David Coverdale solo record from the early 2000s that's now been included. He says it's basically now going to be looked at as, as a White Snake song. And he kind of gets into that singles, uh, Mark Bolan influence, as well as uh, taken from The Who. And Pink Floyd. We'll also talk about Always the Same. Now this is the new song. It was recorded just a couple years ago for the last record. Uh, It had a lot to do with uh, knee surgery, the reason why this song kind of ended up the way it did. I'll let David tell that story. And he'll get into the technical aspects too stripping the songs of their overly 80s reverb, giving them an an updated shine. He's also going to tell us about some more unreleased songs that's going to be included in the next couple of records for the trilogy including a new ending for the big hit, Is This Love? And as a lot of artists are discussing right now, the pandemic and the importance of taking it seriously. So let's jump into it. It's Kyle Meredith with David Coverdell of Whitesnake. Hi, Kyle. How are you, my friend? Hey, it is a a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, especially when, you know, there's some really interesting things going on with you and with Whitesnake and this it's new trilogy, right? I mean, I, I know we've got the, uh, the remix version again, uh, 35th anniversary of Slided In, but uh, I think more, um, m- even more to the date is this new album trilogy, Red, White, and Blues, with the first one being the rock album. What made you want to revisit the songs in this way?
1: It's so years ago. I'm a, I, I love art, all different periods of Red art, and I would see you know, the restoration of how magnificent Paintings would be once they took all the grime of hundreds of years off, or whatever. Not that I started recording hundreds of years ago, <laughs> not in time, but I always felt. Because the difference in personnel, the different technologies over years, uh, the different people who recorded them, it lacked a common identity to me uh, other than my voice. The mainstay, of course, was David Coverdale. But I wanted White to have a sonic consistency so I could actually put playlists together that I could enjoy and not go, oh, wow, that's too loud or that's too soft or that snare drum's got too much echo on it. So this has been a fantasy and a dream of mine for some time. And thankfully, I have the time and resource and the the personnel, the team to be able to do this with. I brought a new hotshot mixer in called Christopher Collier to mix the last uh, studio album of Whitesnake last year called Flesh and Blood. And I booked three weeks uh, for him. And we were done in less than a week without rushing or anything. I'm going, dear God, you're, he's like a sushi chef in there. So I just said, out of the blue. I said, well, we've got a bunch of time left. I said, I've been thinking about remixing Slide It In. Uh, it's before your time. He, he was 14 years old at that time. And he, uh, he said, are you kidding? That was my dad's favorite cassette. I was a six-year-old in the back of his car. I knew every word. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a great pleasure uh, and we discovered lots of stuff that, that I hadn't heard or didn't remember. So a lot of things, even on the rock album, there's some guitars on All or Nothing that we found that aren't on. We found out later after we'd sent off the mix for uh, the, the 2020 remix. But it's a beautiful, sexy vinyl, I swear.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> transparent red. Uh, we cut it at 45 RPM. Which we found gives us more ball. So for the audio and you know clarity. So for the audio file, this is a really cool sounding uh, hi-fi record. 180 grams of vinyl, nothing but the best. What they usually say for the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. You know, we put together really thoughtful, caring, and you know, uh, and these. I'm not sure if you're aware, but the last couple of years, we've had great success with box sets that tell, you know, the well-known albums and then different versions of songs, demos, videos and stuff. And they've been extraordinarily successful. But I said to Warner, I don't want to keep giving people expensive box sets. Let's give them teaser albums, a couple of teaser albums to tell them like a taste of things to come, what's coming. And they backed the idea of the Red, White, and Blue trilogy. So... June 19th the walk that's the these are taken from seven albums remixed revisited you know remastered I'm thrilled with them October we have White Snake Love Songs which is a really good beautiful record uh, and then I think February probably 21 White Snake The Blues album so all this is going to give you an idea of what's to come down the line over the next 5 years in terms of box sets forever uh, Forevermore. Uh, Good to be bad. It's really exciting. Very exciting time. You know, And of course, I'm missing performing. I've just had the most successful ticket sales in Whitesnake's history in 2020. It was devastating uh, to have to cancel that tour. But I had to cancel for health reasons, not uh, it was prior to uh, the world closing down because of the coronavirus you know my my issue was started when i was, was started the tour in Melbourne, Australia earlier this year, and the second song is slided in as I started projecting the song, I felt an st- unusual uncomfortable puff in my nether regions, and my hernia had just popped out. It was very painful, very painful so it was it was a necessary thing for me to do before the pandemic closed everything down. It's devastating. To cancel one show is heartbreaking. To cancel a whole sold-out tour, just devastating, Uh, and particularly the kind of circumstances.
2: Well, you know, and and, and having just every artist in the world in the same boat right now, it it doesn't make it easier per se, but I know it it sort of levels the playing field.
1: We're all in the same boat, Kyle, in uncharted waters, looking for a safe harbor. This is a time that we should be working together with a sense of community. I'm appalled by the political divisiveness that's been utilized with this dreadful virus that's going on on both sides of the Atlantic. It's it's horrifying to me that this is one of the most challenging times in our species history uh, and and people have been told it's safe to go out without a bus. No, it isn't. You're endangering other people if you have it or you're going to get it. It's, it's indiscriminate. It, it, it baffles me, bro. It really does. My wife and I have adhered to a lockdown isolated uh, protocols for three months now. You know, I'm starting to get my, get my studio disinfected, cleaned. Everybody we work with is temperature tested. We're, we're taking it really seriously. Why? Because it's necessary. The sooner we get that done, which I think is going to be multiple vaccines, then we could all safely go and fucking hang out together again <laughs> in rock shows. You can't do a rock show to a car park full of cars with people in there. One of the things that people go to a White Snake show for is to let off steam, have a drink, have a good night. They're going to be dancing on the cars, going to the bathroom you won't be able to isolate people and keep them safe. You know, be like playing to a Pixar cartoon.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I want to I, I want to hit on this, uh, this record, an, an awkward transition back to the music I know, but some of these songs, you know, the way, well, one, you know, uh, compiling them this way, it really allows to notice some songs that, you know, at least I looked over the first times around, uh, like She Give Me. I mean, I know that was a solo cut in the early 2000s, what a fun song that I think really shows a different range for you. What made you center in on that one?
1: Well, it's interesting. When we, um, it's always interesting for me that I, uh, I keep saying for decades, oh, I want to sing instead of screaming and shouting, doing my Tarzan impression. And then afterwards I go, oh, I wish I'd put that key higher so I could project more. <laughs> so it's a rock and a hard place. But she gives me an interesting song. There's like six, it's hard for me to, it's so long ago that we mixed it as a White Snake track, which has made the difference. So it fits in there pretty good. Uh, in fact, when we do the Into the Night box set, I'm going to call it White Snake. The musicians are all very happy to be in White Snake for five minutes. But um, she gave me. It's got starts off with uh, an influence. I don't know whether you remember Tyr- uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely which turned
1: into T Rex. Mark Boland. So the first part is that kind of inspiration. I loved Mark Boland back in the day. And there's elements of the original with Mac in there. There's elements of the early Pink Floyd that I put in there, and the Who, my favourite British rock band.
0: You know, so there,
1: all of these little elements are put in there, not as plagiarizing, as, as parts of respect. There was another song uh, that we have coming on the blues album on that Into the Light tile called River Song, and that was my tribute to my muse, Jimi Hendrix. And, and even that sounds more white like now we've done that. I presented that riff uh, for, for River Song. I presented that riff years ago, uh, to so many different compliments of musicians, and nobody picked up on it. So I went, bah! "I have to do it myself."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing that, uh, that updated version. Th- there is a new song too. Uh, Always the same. Uh, that was, uh, as I read, it was uh, recorded or at least written during the uh, the Flesh and Blood record uh, last year. Uh, what did did you all mean to leave that one aside and notice it later? Because. In an, you know trends change times change I understand that but in an era where rock was still pop this could have been huge. So
1: 2017 I had to have I had to have uh, both knee replaced. Uh, I had been suffering for over 10 years with degenerative arthritis uh, and in 2016 on stage just after celebrating a birthday, I am in front of 20,000 people in Sao Paulo, Brazil and I just had pain shots to my knees and they didn't work. So I'm standing there in front of these people with bone on bone trying to move and it was, I called my wife and said, if I don't get surgery, I'm going to be in a wheelchair and I don't have that vision for myself. So we planned to take 2017 off to get my knees, certainly at my age, get my knees fixed. Uh, and the rape, but my left knee celebrated its third birthday two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the 2017 was going to be a year of recovery. And then I agreed to do a new album. I, I flew out Red Beach and Joel Holstra. Initially, had no plans. I just wanted to see what it would be like. Getting on very well with people conversationally is, Almost a clue to if you're going to get on well musically. So, you know, initially when I was writing with the guys, you know, they, uh, they got to see how quick and focused I am when I'm working. But this time I'm on like handfuls of synthetic opiates because my knees were killing me. I was doing ph- physical therapy with a therapist three times a week Another day is on my own. I was determined to, you know, build up my stamina again in order to do the job that I love. Um, and we ended up writing some amazing songs for the album, much more than were needed. I was contracted to, to provide 13 songs. And because I was late delivering for an assortment of reasons, I gave the record company... Uh, two extra songs as a kind of bonus. Uh, but there's a few I left in the can because there wasn't really that much appreciation from them for that. It was an incredibly successful record too. But always the same, I, I, the only thing I was missing on this Warner's record, Wino Records, because this uh, Flesh and Blood was uh, on a company called Frontier. So I couldn't call on any of those songs for these compilations. But I had Always the Same, which all it needed was mixing. So Chris Collier and I had a look at it and went, wow, this is really cool. Amazing first solo from uh, Red Beach, uh, and then followed by Joel Holstra." And he and he plays the solo at the end of uh, the song, uh, and it, Warner's loved it so much they released it immediately. Uh, it's a great fanfare out there. The fans loved it. It's very white snake. But and I'd had the intro piece first You say you will. I'd had that since before. But before writing the Sliver of the Tongues song way back when. So <laughs> never throw anything out, boys and girls. You never know when <laughs> going to come in handy.
2: <laughs> As I said, you know, in, in an era where, where rock was still rolling the charts, we, if we were there, I mean, this could have easily been top of the singles charts. It's just, it sounds like a massive song.
1: Well, you know, the circumstances have changed, but the circumstances, people now, certainly in lockdown, uh, have got a lot of eye candy, but you can't watch TV while you're driving. You can't watch TV while you're vacuuming and dusting. You know, so I'm offering you some ear candy here. You're never alone with a white snake album. (laughs) You know, and and we have a great, great solid core of support. And the response that we've had so far, I've got to say, Kyle, is thrilling. This is such a fulfillment of of one of my ambitions. And I've fulfilled pretty much most of my fantasies. But this is something to, you know, to redecorate a house that I love, the house of Whitesnake, and to give it a fresh coat of paint and move the furniture around a little bit, make it, you know, now, make it new. Uh, And it's also something I'm doing for my estate, for my family, you know, my children, my grandchildren, that they're going to have something that's consistent and solid. Uh, and, And Whitesnake's never, other than the early MTV years, we've never really embraced any kind of fashion Aspect. So the songs are the songs are real. You know the rock is the rock's real. There's no archetype
2: So with with these going back as you're talking about, it, I think you use the word musically embellished on a few of the songs. I was kind of curious what that meant for for these. Like did, was it just extra instrumentation? Did you record uh, other vocals? No.
1: no, no. Vocals or whatever, for instance, on Judgment Day from Slip of the Top, I wasn't really happy. I trusted the studio people I was working with at the time who were very focused on radio play, CHR, and stuff. So I think certain aspects of the balls of White Snake was kind of somewhat castrated. So I wanted to to get that back. And, And for instance, on Judgment Day, I brought in a keyboard player that had no 80s twinkly samples or whatever. This is a legitimate Hammond organ player like John Lord. And I had him play scorching Hammond on that, which just really brings it into a a reality we never had before. I found more Steve Pie guitars that I put in. And this time, for the first time, I got some acoustic guitars from Adrian Vandenberg, uh, for the verses of that, so this is brand new. There's some songs on here from an album I wouldn't give to Geffen called Restless Heart, uh, and that was Adrian Vandenberg. I'm sure you remember. And I added Joel Hoekstra just to double his guitars to to give him a more current White Snake vibe. But Adrian keeps all the solos. The bass player from Pink Floyd, Guy Pratt's on there. Denny Camarati on drums, and once again, Derek Sherinian. And the album gives you this kind of arc, going from the early White Snake into what people look upon as the American. When I started working with American musicians and American record companies, so we found a lot of stuff that hadn't been used. So it's here; it's there for you to to have my cup runneth over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no it's 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 a great fun new way to to hear some of these. I, I wonder were any of the songs a little bit too sacred like obviously I would point out like here I go again being so ingrained in the mass consciousness. Do you have to walk softly on on those songs more than some of the no, deeper cuts?
1: No no no. Uh, rock and roll rock and roll has to have risk and the circumstance is this all the elements are there. It, they're just cleaned up and toughened up, you know, the drums are much uh, clearer. When we mixed, this was in the 80s, an awful lot of echo and reverb would compromise. I love a solid snare drum, you know, big snare drum like Ringo or John Bonham. And it just wasn't there. And Ainsley's a great player. So that was great for me to peel off what I thought was some distinctly 80s identities uh, and to make it a bit more timeless. Those versions are still going to be there, Kyle. Whenever we do a new box set, all the originals will all will be there, just remastered by Scott Hull in New York. God bless him! Fabulous ears and very caring master guy, mastering guy. Uh, so all of those things uh, are there. But we've got a high def version now of Still of the Night, which uh, which has the new mix on with an ending. Uh, it sounds amazing. It looks amazing. You get to see the nipple. Sorry. <laughs> so that's—I don't know whether you remember, but back in the day, people would freeze uh, VHS, but it was never really a good freeze. Now, you know, with high def, it's easy. It's a high def nipple.
2: <laughs> it's a high def nipple, is what that is. Oh so, yeah.
1: So no, I didn't tread carefully on anything. I knew what I wanted, and I had the team of people: Chris Collier, Michael McIntyre, Tom Gordon. All these guys helped me and Scott Hull, of course, in New York, and the amazing support of the Warner Music Group, Warner Chapel and Rhino Records. These are, at at this time in my life, to have such an accomplished, caring, supportive, enthusiastic team is incredibly inspiring and motivating to me. And and it's just, in such a dark, challenging time for us, Kyle, this is like a ray of sunshine for me to be able to talk with you, about my work i'm coming up to five decades of being a recording artist uh, and these uh, to quote one of my songs on the rock album the best years of my life you know as challenging as, as it is and has been i mean my relationship with my wife is incredibly solid my relationship with all my business affiliates is really solid my health is good you know i just want a vaccine so we can get out and do my farewell tour
2: well you can obviously hear it in your voice uh, and you can hear it in the music again that you've been making the last couple of years you know whether it's whether it's you know the stuff that we're hearing with the updated versions here the last record it really and of course i'm going to be looking forward to the uh, the red and blues as well much like including always the same do you expect that there's going to be more of those little nuggets on there those little unreleased nuggets
1: oh yeah yeah, there's unreleased stuff in October. We have White Snake love songs, uh, and it's not all songs to cut your wrist by. It's lively <laughs> stuff. It opens with Love Will Set You Free, a very sexy mix, my tribute to Stevie Wonder. Uh, we have an ending on Is This Love. It's, a, uh, it's I. Is This Love has been difficult for me to listen to as the composer and as the, as the artist, because it's so 80s sounding. And I don't mean to diminish the 80s because it was incredibly successful for us. But that distracted me from just enjoying the purity of a song that I originally wrote for Tina Turner. And we found an ending on it. It's beautiful. You hear every note, uh, the guitar players, solos, you know, uh, the original version, it went into too much echo. You could just hear a flurry. Now you hear every note. I think four previously unreleased songs on Love Songs, and they're all beautiful, solid songs. Uh, The blues album uh, in, I think, maybe February, uh has unreleased previously unreleased stuff on there and it's like the big epics like crying in the rain slow and easy uh it's very exciting it's one of my favorites actually but love songs that deeper the love we found more steve Vai guitars that we put on there once again i got adrian to play some rhythm guitar on there uh and it's just fresh derek Sherinian on organ so it just gives it more of that white snake identity out of that uh, '80s, late '80s uh, radio-friendly stuff.
2: Well, I really look forward to hearing that stuff, especially you know with such a great setup as uh, as this first record, the Rock album, has done. Man,
1: thank you so much. That made, made, that's made my day.
2: <laughs> no, David, it's been so much fun to listen to, and, and it's been such an honor to talk to you about it all today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for continuing to to oh, do what you're doing. My
1: pleasure. My pleasure. You stay safe and well, you and yours and your listeners. Send my love and uh see you a lot down the road, bro. All
2: right, man. Take care. And you. God bless. My thanks to David Coverdale, White Stake. The 35th anniversary of Slided In is out. Also, look for the Red, White, and Blues trilogy with the rock album. Thanks to David. Thanks to you for checking out this episode. Before you get out of here, if you're not already, I hope you do hit that subscribe button. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like to get your podcast from. Just type in Kyle Meredith with hit subscribe. New interviews to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so you can keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. Know what's happening in the music world. After that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. That's WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, they've got your music and film news. You can also find me on all the social medias at Kyle Meredith. Follow and like in the appropriate spots. I'm Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network.
1: It's a beautiful, in fact, spectacular morning in the sleepy Sierra Nevadas outside of Reno, Nevada. Beautiful. Looks like it's going to be a perfect
2: day. Yeah, I like I'm in a closet in Louisville, Kentucky, so it's quite the difference. Well,
0: different strokes, babe. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.